Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain, and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven-day-a-week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 290 of our trek, and yesterday we hiked the 10th trail of our trek, which was the Trail of Self. Today we will expand on yesterday's trail and hike the Trail of Self-Denial. There is a total of 18 trails on this trek, which we are calling the Principles of Spiritual Growth. This is adapted from a short book written by Miles J. Stanford, and these practical lessons were instrumental in my spiritual growth as a young man, seeking to create and live my legacy. As we continue on each trail of this overall trek, I trust that you'll find this information valuable for your own life, regardless of where you happen to be on your own faith trek. Each of the trails that we hike builds on the previous one, so if you do miss any of the days of our Wisdom Trek, please go to wisdom-trek.com to listen to them and to read the Daily Journal. We are recording our podcast from our studios at Home 2 in Charlotte, North Carolina. It has been a good week for work progress so far, as we have completed several tasks that were in the queue, and we're making good progress on some others. But in a somewhat unexpected event, Paula headed to Fort Myers, Florida on Tuesday morning to spend a couple of days with her Aunt Pauline. She's not doing very well, and this may be the last time she'll be able to visit her. It is a 12-hour drive there, so it makes for a long trip to take alone. But we both agreed that it would be best if I stayed and focused on our workload. Plus, it'd be difficult to make arrangements on this short notice for Paula's mom, who lives with us. As we move on from the Trail of Self, it is now time to take a parallel trail called the Trail of Self-Denial. One of the most difficult tasks that we do have in our lives is to deny ourselves those things which we crave so much. That could be food, drink, sex, power, or anything else that we struggle to overcome. Self-denial usually will not allow a lasting victory through these struggles in our lives because they are based on ourselves. And we established yesterday that left to ourselves, we will usually choose self over service to others or to God. On our hike today, we will focus on why it requires a real change of heart and mind to grow physically, mentally, emotionally, and certainly spiritually. This is the 11th of 18 trails, which make up the trek that we're calling the Principles of Spiritual Growth. I wanted to remind you, as I mentioned several times previously, that the word for heart and mind are used interchangeably within God's Word. To keep it simple, I will refer to just the mind throughout our hike today. Until we are willing to change our thinking about what we allow to go into our minds about ourselves and our commitment to God, we will continue on the roller coaster of spiritual chaos in our lives. Self-denial will never work long-term unless we change the way we think. We change the way we think by what we permit through the filters of our mind. That is why diets rarely work and addicts have such a hard time breaking free from the chains that bind them. Although you may desire to be free, until and unless you see yourself as being completely free in your mind, you will eventually slip back into your own mindset because you have not changed what goes into your mind or how you think about it. In order to grow spiritually, you have to be convinced in your mind that it all happened on the cross of Christ. Your sins were paid for. Your sinfulness was dealt with, both by the ultimate act, which is death. It is what Christ called out for when he gave up his life. It is finished. You have already received the benefits of the work of the cross simply by grasping the truth and believing completely in your mind the finished work of the cross. So the question is, how is this really applied to our lives? Well, first, through the word, we find out what God did about our problem. Second, as we become thoroughly convinced in our minds of the fact, then we begin to understand it clearly. We are able to agree and understand this truth. And third, as we exercise faith in God's facts, In other words, we become fully convinced in our minds, we begin to receive the benefits of the finished work in our experiences of daily life. 
It was true of our faith in Christ for salvation, and it is true in the matter about our freedom from the slavery of our self-life. Then it no longer becomes denying ourselves, but fully comprehending that Christ paid it all. You may be asking, how can you really change your mindset? I think it's explained in Apostle Paul's letter to the Church of Rome, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, and it gives us this answer. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead you to give up your bodies to God because of all He has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that He will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship Him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know what God's will is for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Changing the way you think is a powerful concept. We do this by filtering out the impurities of this world through God's Word, so what actually is filtered into our minds is pure and right. An analogy to help us to grasp this concept that I think most of us are familiar with is the Brita filter, and you may have this on a pitcher or a faucet in your home. As the water, which may not be completely pure, goes through the filter, the filter traps out all the impurities and allows only the pure water to pass through. In the same way, as we read, study, and meditate on God's Word, it becomes a filter of our minds so that only the true and right things pass through. This is best described in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about the things that are excellent and worthy of praise. As we learn to fix our minds on the finished work of the cross of Christ, the Holy Spirit will begin to faithfully and effectively apply the finished work of the cross to our self-life. This will allow our self-life to be held in the place of death, resulting in the truth of Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, It is no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. On this trek, the principles of spiritual growth, today we explored the truths of the trail of self-denial. We have come to understand that the only way to have lasting spiritual growth is to change the way you think through changing what you allow to pass into your minds. Tomorrow we will begin a new hike on the trail of the cross, where our entire identity in God is based. Every trail that we hike will help us to create and live our legacy each day. So encourage your family and friends to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our podcast for today. Just as you enjoy these daily doses of wisdom yourself, we ask you to help us to grow Wisdom Trek by sharing with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person when you meet with them and invite them to come along with us each day. The journal for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com. Thank you for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.